Hi there, and welcome back to the Nicholas Comics Q&A, your number one source, as always, for as much Nicholas Comics information as possible. We got it hot, we got it fresh, we got it steaming, and uh, that was Cat Stevens with I Think I See the Light. Anywho, it's currently 3.01, and you're in for two hours of solid Nicholas Comics-themed coverage here, so let's get right into it. Now this week, of course, or maybe last week, I don't know, I don't follow these things, was the famous Super Bowl. Um, College Buddies uh, 3, yeah, College Buddies 3 um, deals with the topic of football, the the great American sport, or I, I, w I would tend to call it the American sport that is really the most boring American sport, you know? Um, I would rather probably go through a, 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 a four-year coma than watch than sit through an entire football game. It's one of the most boring activities because unlike baseball, where you can tell what's going on on the field, right? Um, you know, because there's like lines and and bases, and you know everything is very like easy to figure out and clearly determined. With football. Uh, it's impossible to tell what the fuck is going on out on a football field because all the players are cramming into each other and rumbling up and just like ramming in and it's like watching a, a, a car crash except it's not as fun as a monster truck rally or something because it's just guys instead of giant giant you know collision trucks uh, so I'm not the biggest fan of football as you might have been able to determine and uh, College Buddies 3 speaks for that. If you're interested in, in checking out the adventures of uh, the College Buddies at the Feetball, then check out College Buddies at the Feetball, College Buddies number 3. Uh, for a free copy of that, write to Nicholas Cicada, 1424 Columbine Street. Uh, not a free copy. Uh, how much? How much is it? Gosh, I'm, I'm so stupid. I'm so... Not a free copy. Although, if you join the Q&A, you might get a free copy. Who knows? You, you, you never know if you, if you want a free copy if you hop on the Q&A here. But, uh, College Buddies at the Feetball, how much is it? It's, uh... College Buddies at the Feetball... Yeah, it's ten. Ten dollars. For just ten dollars, you can check out the exciting football-themed antics of the College Buddies... Uh, at the football game, the great American sport. Now, as I was saying, th so this week it was the Super Bowl, or maybe last week. I don't know. I don't keep track of these things. And uh, there were two, there were two Super Bowl commercials in particular this year, which caught my caught my eye really. Um, there was the Cable Guy one with Jim Carrey, and then there was the Doctor Evil one with Mike Myers. Right. Uh, I found both of these commercials really strange. Uh, a, because, uh, you know, I mean, Austin Powers in all likelihood is going to get an, a, a sequel. There probably is going to be an Austin Powers 4. Um, but there's never going to be a, a Cable Guy sequel, you know, because 
The Cable Guy is a kind of movie, kind of lightning in a bottle type movie, that like, you really can't make a sequel to it. It's not really sequel material. Like Dumb and Dumber's sequel material, or like, you know, Anchorman or whatever. But uh, The Cable Guy wouldn't really work that well as a sequel. Uh, as for the Dr. Evil commercial, it, it, it was so, it was so bad. These Super Bowl commercials always suck so much. Like, uh, last year, or the year before that, it was, it was, uh, Groundhog Day, right? It's like a car commercial. Like, Bill Murray, they got Bill Murray, and punks a Tawny Phil, and the joke is, oh, haha, it's Groundhog Day. You could just make a Groundhog Day sequel. Like, they waste so much budget on these terrible Super Bowl commercials that they could just be making movies with, you know? I find that really interesting about the Super Bowl commercials. You know, the, the, the programming itself is so fucking boring. Like, like a football game is the most boring thing to sit through. Two hours of big muscle men just ramming into each other and drive, driving in with, with force. And it's not even homoerotic, you know? It's, it's, a, it's not even appealing to a gay guy. It's just like, it's just like a bunch of straight, muscle guys who are like clad up in in clothes and helmets just knocking the shit out of each other it's really boring and it's not even like boxing because you can't even tell what's going on because instead just two guys there's like a hundred guys so uh, in essence uh what the super bowl does is it says well we know that that the the main event you know the thing that's supposed to be the main event uh is boring as fuck so what? How about we make the commercials really funny and clever and entertaining? The problem, of course, is that commercials never really are that clever or funny or entertaining. They always feel cynical and like lame, you know. So I just find it really weird that there is a cable guy commercial. Uh, there are there are like no jokes in it. It's just Jim Carrey. He just says like. Correct, correctional facility, or uh, correctional facility, yeah, that's more like a correctional facility, and there's like nothing about it except like, oh man, look at the cable guy. He was he was relevant back in the '90s, but now it's the now now it's the now it's the 2020s. And the cable guy is now obsolete, and it's the Verizon guy now. It, it's the Xfinity man now, you know. And uh, I just found this angle so weird. Like, uh, the first teaser for the commercial made it look like Jim Carrey was going to, like, become the, the streaming guy or something. L like he says... Oh, ever since, you know, uh, pe people want entertainment and streaming is the new option or something along those lines. So I thought the commercial was going to, like, recast him and turn him into, like, the streaming guy. But instead, the, the, the deal with the commercial is he's still the cable guy and he comes into this lady's apartment and she's like, uh, we have Verizon now. And he's like, oh, Verizon. That's too futuristic for me. I'm a dinosaur of the 90s. I install cable. I suck. 
and like it was so weird because he looks out the window and there's this like Comcast guy out front I, I don't know if it was Xfinity or Verizon or I think it was Xfinity and he's like oh nice fan and it's like the most it's the most worthless commercial I've ever seen it's so like it's such a waste of Jim Carrey which is such a shame because there's a really funny movie well, an idea for a movie, a concept for a movie that I've been following for some time. It's called uh, Ricky Stanwicky, and it it's supposed to star Jim Carrey, right? And it's in, like, development hell or something. I heard about it, like, three years ago. Or, no, Ricky Stanicki, or... R Ricky Stanicki? Yeah, Ricky Stanicki, not Ricky Stanwicky. Oh, it's going to be on Netflix, so it won't be good. Dang. Is it going to be on Netflix? Jeez, that suck. Gosh, everything's on Netflix. But the poster is really weird. It's just like Jim Carrey uh, just smiling. It's just like a picture of Jim Carrey smiling. Anyway, so it's been development hell since like 2017. So here's the plot synopsis, right? The comedy centers on three male friends who have used an invented friend, Ricky Stanicki, for the past two decades as an excuse to explain their way out of sticky situations. When their spouses demand to meet Stanicki, they hire an actor to portray him. That sounds really funny. And, I mean, if, if it's on Netflix, I'm, I'm not going to watch it, obviously, because I don't watch Netflix garbage. But, uh... Oh, it's been development hell since 2010, so over a decade. Holy shit. Anyway. Yeah, who knows if this will ever happen. Probably not. It's probably just going to stay in development hell forever. But it's interesting to think about, right? Uh, it'd be an original comedy with Jim Carrey, which he hasn't done in, like, forever. You know, the like, there's been... You know, the fucking Sonic the Hedgehog movies, those fucking suck. He's just he's just the mustache guy. You know, there's like uh what else has Jim Carrey done in the past decade? You know, he's he's done the flippin' you know it hasn't been a good decade for Jim Carrey's a point, right? And Jim Carrey never works when he's playing like this, you know, pre established character like the Sonic guy. Or, or Grinch, or Riddler, you know, those are those are the Jim Carrey roles that suck, and I don't know why nobody understands this yet. Jim Carrey's really funny when he's playing, like, an original character, and Ricky Stenicki sounds absolutely hilarious. So the problem is, right, he's getting hired to play Cable Guy in a Super Bowl commercial when, like, Cable Guy isn't even the kind of movie that would even remotely lend itself to a franchise or like branding it's it's like a joke you know the joke of the cable guy is that he's such a pathetic figure so i don't know what this new commercial's trying to do with like you know i mean i get groundhog day and like mike myers is dr evil you know those are popular franchises right what super bowl viewer is going to know about the flipping cable guy like, 
you think the average, you know, fucking Rams fan or, or Dodgers fan or whatever stupid football, I don't even know the name of any of them. You think the average freaking football fan is going to see the cable guy ad and go, oh yes, it's Jim Carrey from the cable guy. I really doubt it. So they're really not hitting the right demographic here, you know. Anyway, so uh, in the commercial, uh, cable guy comes in, and he just basically uh, take like the, this lady just basically shits on him uh, a bunch, and she's like, "You're outdated, cable guy. You suck. You suck ass." <laughs> and uh, Jim Carrey's just like, "Yeah, dang. I guess I do. Can I have my paycheck now?" It's so cynical and stupid. Holy shit. And then, like, I mean, it's not even accurate, because it portrays the Xfinity service as, like, this futuristic uh, translucent cube or something. But, like, that's not the case at all. Like, when I got internet installed, you still have to hook up the router to a cable. That still has to happen. And also, like, uh, the, the cable didn't even work. So I had to have a cable guy from Xfinity, you know, not from the Cable Co. or whatever, but from Xfinity, come over here to fix the cable up and make it work, because it didn't work. So, like, cables are still very much a thing. No matter how much we might like to try and convince ourselves, you can do everything wirelessly, like, you, you just can't. That's not possible. There, there's never going to be a point in the future where we don't have telephone poles, you know? It's always going to be a thing. Now, you know, you can wirelessly transmit little bits of data from your fucking smartphone, but there's never going to be a point where you can just, like, charge an entire-ass, you know, PC completely wirelessly. It can't do that with a laptop, for gosh sakes, you know. There's a, there's, there's a level of electricity that needs to be funneled through a wire uh, for it to work, you know. Like, and, and if it didn't, it'd be unsafe if it was just out exposed, you know, just all this electricity going out in the air and shit. Not everything can be wireless. Uh, my computer, it's a perfectly functioning piece of hardware. It's up to date. It's got Windows 10 everything. It can't do shit wirelessly, and that's fine. You know, I could care less that my computer's hooked up to, to cables or whatever. It's not that much of an inconvenience. But this Xfinity commercial is such false advertising, because it's like, oh yeah, this this magic router with with uh, with just like magic powers. It's it looks like the Tesseract from the freaking Avengers movie, you know, and it's like. And then Jim Carrey leans down to it, and he's like, You mean to tell me this futuristic thing works? And, and, the, and the girl's like, Yeah, the, 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 it, sure, it sure does. It's 100% wireless. And it's like, come off of Verizon, who, or, or Xfinity, or whatever. Who the frip do you think you're fooling? For gosh sakes. Cable guys still have to come in and fucking check up the coaxial and flip in, you know, the, the antenna and everything. Like, like, even if you have an antenna, it has to be maintained. Like, fucking bullshit. 
you still have to have some guy come into your house and fix up the cable, you know? It's normal. Like, it's nothing to be, like, bothered about. The same way that you have to call up a plumber to, to fix your pipes if they go wrong, you know? You, 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 need, you need home services, that's fine, right? Like, imagine if there was a commercial that, that introduced, like a, like, a, like, a wireless plumbing device... That, that could just like deal with every plumbing apparatus every every faucet and every valve and every septic tank and you know everything uh, completely wirelessly this is the future no it's not gonna happen because pipes are physical and cables are physical pipes and cables are both physical and they both decay over time and they both need routine maintenance I don't know what this delusion is about, like, technology not requiring physical stuff to store it on, but, like, y you can't just have the cloud without the billions of computer server storage space to back it up on. Like, like it it's wacky. And I think this is why so many people mine a ton of Bitcoin and NFTs and shit without considering the environmental consequences of doing so, it's because you don't see all these giant fucking servers that are running at peak efficiency just like churning and churning and churning to get this Bitcoin bullshit out. You know, you just click a few buttons on your computer and you're ready to go. You know, no problem. But on the other hand, right, it's, it's like, you know, you're using so much fucking energy. And I'm so sick of this, like, stupid old factoid that's like well back in the day computers took up an entire room it's like computers still do take up an entire room they're just not the computers you see what you have is just a very small terminal on the end of this giant server processing facility it's just like miles and miles of cables and silicon like the amount of the amount of material that goes into the computing industry is unfathomable so much metal and and and, and chips and CPUs and all this shit it's a very big industry but people love lying to themselves and going oh yeah this this one box can solve everything so anyway the 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 cable guy commercial was really bad right it was really bad, and just like, it, it, it might be worse than the Groundhog Day commercial, right? I don't know what these commercials are supposed to, like, say. Like, are they supposed to be like, look at how much money we have, we can hire Jim Carrey, we can get Mike Myers and Bill Murray, we can pay them to advertise our product, as if this is anything new. Like, nobody cheers when the Geico Gecko is in a commercial. L like, what is it? What is it where it's like, oh my god, it's. it's Bill Murray in a commercial. Like, yeah, no shit. You can. you can pay celebrities to advertise shit. It happens, you know, but for whatever reason, these Super Bowl commercials instead of focusing on like a really like fun concept just go like yeah we'll homage a movie that people like and that'll make people like our product but it really doesn't it, it in fact it does the opposite to me it makes me think 
wow, the budget that was wasted on this really lame commercial that just references a movie could have been spent on making a sequel to the movie that, that's not a commercial. It's just a movie, which is fun, you know. The Mike Myers one was a little better. It's just it's just Doctor Evil, and he's like, "Oh, I bought General Motors," and you know this is the thing, right? These commercials are always so weird in that they're like not straightforward about who's advertising the product and who's not. So like the General Motors commercial is about how General Motors is trying to reduce it, it, its uh, carbon emissions, right? Uh, trying to you know trying to fix global warming or whatever but then the the main character is dr evil who's who notoriously wants to destroy the world right so they have to reconcile between oh we want to solve global warming and on the other hand we got mike myers to play dr evil and dr evil uh would actually really like global warming because it 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 achieve his ends of like destroying the world right it'd make more sense right if in the commercial like austin powers owned general motors and then dr evil was trying to uh, uh make more cars that were pollutants or whatever right more 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 uh, carbon emissions right and then like austin powers comes in and says Dr. Evil, your global, your plan to ruin the world with global warming won't work. It'd be more predictable, but I think this routine where you have Dr. Evil say, like, oh, let's not, let's not do global warming. It doesn't make any sense, just given the character. Like in Austin Powers 1, he literally wants to launch a nuclear missile into the Earth's core, and then all the volcanoes explode, and everything is covered in, like, magma right or, or lava so you know i don't think this is exactly the guy who'd be concerned about global warming and it's not like they'd have to pay extra probably or pay more to have mike myers be austin powers and dr evil considering he's both of them like it's it's such a, it's such a dumb like stupid idea just from the ground up conceptually it's a little better than the Cable Guy one, because the Cable Guy one literally has nothing going for it. It's just Jim Carrey being like, Oh, I suck. I I install Cable, and Xfinity is more futuristic than me. I'm so outdated. I'm a dying... Like, that's the joke of the original. In the original, he's outdated. In the original... In the original Cable Guy, the joke of it is that he's, like, really outdated. Even for the 90s, he's a, he's an archaic dinosaur. Get that's the joke, but Xfinity clearly like they they must not have watched the Cable Guy. They they just they just heard that Jim Carrey played this character, and then they're like, oh yeah, let's get Jim Carrey in, and he can be the Cable Guy and say correctional facility, and it'll be funny. But like you you don't get the joke, you know. In the original, he's supposed to be outdated and like you know, stuffy, and, and, like, that's the point. Like, all his, all his friends, you know, all his preferred customers in the karaoke scene are, like, senior citizens, you know, because th those are the only people he, 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 he serves. Anyway, so, uh, there, yeah, there's the Mike Myers one, Dr. Evil, 
Super Bowl commercials are so tiring. Imagine being such a boring show that you gotta be like, oh, the commercials are the cool part, you know? Like, normally when you're watching a show, the commercials are the part you don't like. It shouldn't be that your, your thing is so fucking boring that the only way you can get people to watch it is the commercials. And it's not even like these commercials are exclusive. They're all just uploaded online instantly anyway, so it's like, what's the point? You can just watch the commercials, you know? Like, it's it, it it's ridiculous, you know, these people go like, I watched the Super Bowl just for the commercials. And it's like, in the time you spend to watch the Super Bowl, you could watch all of Austin Powers 1 and probably the first half of Austin Powers 2 in that time. Doesn't doesn't that sound like more fun than sitting through this slog and then having uh, one minute of Mike Myers' Dr. Evil? Like, what's the point, you know? I, I, I've, I, I fail to understand it. And the thing, right, is that these Super Bowl commercials, they have, like, they have... They have trailers for the commercials. Like, they'll have a 30-second trailer for a commercial that's one minute. That's ridiculous. Like, I guess if the trailer was, like, five seconds. But it's like a 30-second trailer released a week or so before the big game to get people all hyped, right? And, uh, you know, for the cable guy, it was like, you know, he's, he's putting on the lint roller and he's putting on the pliers and whatever. And if you saw this thing out of context, you might be like, holy shit, there's going to be a Cable Guy 2? Nope, it's just a Super Bowl ad. It's so desperate and, and, like, pathetic, you know. Just let your commercial stand on its own. You don't need to make a trailer for your commercial. If your commercial is good enough, it'll sell shit, and, you know, th that's kind of the point, right? Like, a commercial is just there to sell shit. You don't need to make a trailer for it to get people hyped. Like, is anyone see, seeing the freaking Dr. Evil trailer for the Super Bowl commercial with Dr. Evil, and they're going, oh my god, there's a new Super Bowl commercial with Dr. Evil, oh my god. There's three movies with Dr. Evil, and they're better. Just watch one of them for frick's sake, you know? Uh, it, it, it's absurd. The extent to which the, these Super Bowl commercials try and market themselves. And, like, I get that Super Bowl commercials are extremely expensive, and any company that buys one would want to make a big return on their investment, but they always look so pathetic and desperate. You know, and it probably wasn't always this way. Like, I'm sure when the Super Bowl first started out... In fact, like, I think the first Super Bowl... No, nobody gave a shit. Like, nobody gave a shit about the first Super Bowl, so portions of it are completely lost. Like, we don't even have- we don't even have footage of it. That's how little people gave a shit about the first Super Bowl, right? Uh, which is crazy to think about. That, like, there was a point in time where the Super Bowl just happened and people were just like, Oh, it's a, it's a football game. Who gives a shit? You know, it's the same for every other sport. Like, nobody makes as big a deal about fucking, you know, the the World Series or, you know, the, the March Madness even, arguably. Nobody gives a, much of a shit about March Madness as they do about the fucking Super Bowl. You know, you could argue that it's because the Super Bowl is only one day and March Madness is, you know, a whole month. But it's like... It, it, it's honestly sad, because basketball and baseball... 
are just objectively more fun to watch and they're like more exciting and you can understand what's going on as opposed to football which is just a bunch of guys pummeling into each other and and, and like the field is so big you can't even see where the ball's at for fuck's sake it, it's the most ridiculous stupid sport uh you know I, I i do get tired of the of the you know british people being like hello over here in britain it's it's called what you call soccer we call football you know as if i didn't already know that it, it gets really annoying I admittedly there's no reason for us to call our thing football because you don't really touch it with your foot or i guess you do when you kick it or whatever but like, it's still stupid, the language gap. And even over up in Canada, they have a variety just called Canadian football. It's basically like American football, but it's Canada-ish, you know, to, to be Canadian. But it's, it's, not, it's not soccer, you know. But, like, football is such a stupid sport. Uh, soccer's fine, you know. It, 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 has its, it has its stuff. But football is just the dumbest fucking sport. Just on the face of it. It's it's like it, it's ridiculously hard to understand. There's so many positions and shit, and like it's just nonsense. It's just a, a heap of guys going back four yards and forward five yards, and it's like nothing ever happens. It, it's so abysmally boring, you know. And uh, let's see here. Oh, the stupid bot cut out. Dang, weird. Luckily, I have this failsafe in place to prevent against that. Good. I'm recording on, on two things here. Considering that nobody's hopping on and nobody probably will hop on, you know, I'm just uh, recording. Oh, dang, I guess, the, I guess the bot is broken. I guess the recording bot is broken, so I'm just recording on a software here. I'm just recording right into the computer. Straight into the... Ah, there it goes. Weird. What's up with that? Such a wonky bot. Yet another example of the crazy limitations of technology, which tech-utopians would tend to ignore. Anyway, as for with the Super Bowl, right? The thing about the Super Bowl... I don't think I ever actually saw that Groundhog Day commercial, so let's see a Groundhog Day commercial. Now, I've often said that uh, Groundhog Day, out of all the movies of the 90s, is probably like the... the, the it makes the most sense to have a sequel, right? Because it's about a guy who's trapped in the same day over and over again, right? And the joke is that it gets so boring and so repetitive... Um, and he thinks he's out of it, right, at the end of Groundhog Day. So it'd be really funny if there was a sequel where Bill Murray was forced to relive the same day over and over and over again. Now, of course, some people say that that sequel came in the form of the virtual reality game Groundhog Day, like father, like son. But I would say it didn't, because I don't look at franchises like that I don't see video games as sequels to movies, because I'm not a fucking gamer. You know, the same way I don't see Ghostbusters the video game as Ghostbusters 3. There just isn't a Ghostbusters 3. Okay? Anyway, let's... 
So there is this Groundhog Day Jeep ad, right, with Bill Murray. Oh, there's an extended version, uh, which is 4 minutes and 49 seconds. Now, of course, this can't be aired on TV. The, the actual commercial can only be like 2 minutes, you know, 1 minute and 48 seconds, right? Oh, no, the, this 4-minute version just has behind-the-scenes footage, which I'm going to assume, I'm going to go out on a limb here, I'm going to assume the behind-the-scenes footage is just showing Bill Murray driving around in the Jeep except with a boom mic and shot, because there's really not that much to the commercial. It's just like, oh, it's Bill Murray in a Jeep. Bill Murray agreed to reprise the iconic role for his first-ever commercial, and homage-slash-quasi-sequel to Groundhog Day. Call me crazy, but I don't think uh, 1 minute and 45 seconds qualifies as a sequel. I think 2 hours qualifies as a sequel. Or maybe 90 minutes. Not 1 minute and 45 seconds. Call me, call me a little nutty there, but I think to, to count as a sequel, you kind of have to, you know, like, you, you kind of have to be more than 2 minutes. Uh, it's an homage-slash-quasi-sequel to Groundhog Day. Jeep fans and Bill Murray fans both will enjoy this ad for years to come. That's so funny, because Groundhog Day is like one of the most timeless movies ever made. You watch it every year on Groundhog Day, it never fucking gets old. Like, it's impossible to get old, right? This Jeep ad is already stale and everyone has already forgotten about it because it's a commercial and it's designed to be forgettable and it's designed to sell a fucking Jeep. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not against selling products. Like, you know, Bill... I, I don't blame Bill Murray or Jim Carrey or Mike Myers for, for taking this money. It's a, it's a good paycheck, you know? It, it's, it's, a good, it's a good paycheck. I, I fully blame the, the people behind these ads, because they are, do not know how to effectively advertise. Uh, there was a time when, like, some Super Bowl ads actually had merit. Like the Doritos ads, right? Those are classic. Because they were just made by complete amateurs. There's no celebrity bullshit. It's just like, submit a Doritos ad. If it's funny, we'll put it on the Super Bowl. That's a fun that's a fun competition. Everyone wants to submit their funny Doritos ad, and some of them are pretty funny, like the one with the time machine. That one's still funny, right? But these days the Super Bowl is like, let's get Matthew McConaughey. There was one with Matthew McConaughey, right, for a, the new release of Doritos 3D, where it's like it's flat Matthew and he's like flat, right? They, they make it so that he's like, uh, it's like Flat Stanley, except it's Flat Matthew McConaughey. It'd probably be funnier if it was just some random guy who is flat instead of Matthew McConaughey, but they gotta get the most famous person possible in their, in their ad so as to get in all the Matthew McConaughey fans, I guess. But, like, I miss, I miss when Doritos was just like, Hey, sub submit a funny Doritos ad, and if it's funny, it'll go on the Super Bowl. Or, like, I think some of them weren't on the Super Bowl, but it was a, it was a funny contest, and it was just like, you know, it was in good spirits. It wasn't all cynical. It's just like, hey, if you can advertise Doritos really well, go for it. Show us how, how good you can, 
you know, show us how good you... Yeah, that was Super Bowl 2014. I miss that. I, I miss back when you could just make a funny commercial about a cardboard time machine and just like that that's so funny like it says uh from 2019 this is from azcentral.com ryan thomas anderson of scottsdale created the commercial for only 300 dollars it's a really low budget commercial you know just a cardboard time machine that's it it's just got like some 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 duct tubing and it's made out of cardboard and and a chair and a megaphone and that's it right uh the doritos time machine commercial of how to sell doritos really well that that, that makes me want to buy some doritos you know the time machine that runs on doritos and then he gets in and he, and then the kid cons him out of the doritos and then, and then the guy is deluded into thinking that the time machine works. And then the old guy comes out and he's like, Oh, dang. The, the kid turned to be a hundred. It's really funny. Really, really hilarious commercial. Anywho. So then there's this Groundhog Day one with Bill Murray. Um, given the Groundhog Day is like one of the movies that, that it would make so much sense for there to be a sequel. Like, if there was a sequel to Groundhog Day, I would not for a minute think, oh, this is just going to be a cynical cash grab. I would think this is a movie that needs a sequel because it's about the mundane repetition of one day forever. But here we have the, you know, and you can't convey that in one minute and 45 seconds too, right? You can't convey, like... The, the amount of days that Bill Murray spins in the loop, right? It, 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 it's a slow build-up, right? The first day he spins in the loop is like 10 minutes, and then the next day is like 5 minutes, and then with each day, it eventually just blurs together. Um, that That's, you know, it's a really well-paced movie also, right? So let's see this uh, Jeep commercial. First time ever seeing it, I'm pretty sure... I mean, I might have seen it. No, I don't think I saw it when, when it came out. First time seeing it here. So we have uh, the the clock turns to six o'clock, and then there's a, an imitation of the of the radio show that wakes Bill Murray up, where it's like, "Okay, rise and shine." I don't think it's the same voice, but uh, it's a pretty lame recreation. Bill Murray looks so tired in this. He's like, "Oh no, oh no." You know, and I, I guess he's tired in the original, too. Or he's not really tired. Like, he, he's just kind of, like, confused. He's not exhausted, you know. This is so stupid. I mean, it's such a waste of, like, the entire set and, and, and costumes and everything. So then he sees the Jeep, and he goes, Oh, that's different. There's a Jeep now. Uh, which, this commercial might be interesting if it explained, you know, why the fuck the Jeep was there. Because obviously this is a new, like, 2020 Jeep, and they didn't have those in the 90s. And given that, uh, g given that 
Groundhog Day is set in the 90s and it, it takes place within a, a perpetual time loop, uh, the original or, or any any potential sequel would also have to be set in the 90s. And the WPBH news truck is also behind Bill Murray. It doesn't make any sense. And I guess they have this guy with a beanie who's supposed to look like Chris Elliott, but he's facing away from the camera, so you can't see him. Gosh, that's an in... Oh, yeah, they have, like... Do they have, like, a fake Chris Elliott behind him? I guess they do. It's so weird. Anyway, so then... Yeah, so in any any potential sequel, it would need to explain, uh, you know, like, you know, it'd be very interesting to see where a potential sequel would go, but this ain't it. Um, you know, it'd also be like Bill Murray's older, obviously, and they'd have to explain that somehow. Well, I guess he maybe he'd be older, but he'd, like, be living through the same time loop, and no one would notice he was old, or something like that, you know. It'd come with some kind of explanation. He sees the Jeep, and he's like, Oh, this Jeep didn't exist before. So then there's a caption at the bottom of the screen that says, Always secure pets during travel according to local laws. Which is a... You know, I, I don't get these cat. It's like... First off, the groundhog isn't his pet. He stole it, right? In this commercial, he steals it from the the groundhog guys like he does in the original movie, right? Um, the only real problem being that like he's gonna drive it off the he's gonna drive it off the cliff, right? And like it's so stupid to have this this caption. It's like always secure pets during travel according to local laws. Bill Murray's on a suicide mission, so he and the groundhog are. You're gonna die, you know. Admittedly, the the scene in the original where he drives off the cliff is kind of fun because it's like the groundhog is like his only companion who understands what he's going through. But like, is this Jeep commercial trying to say that you can drive off cliffs better than you would be able to with a, with a different car? Like, I think you can drive off a cliff in any car, you know. Uh, I don't think there's anything about the Jeep specifically uh, that, that would make, you know, that would make it uh, easier or, like, faster or more fun to, to like, go, you know, run from the cops and drive off a giant, giant, you know, 50-foot drop. I, I think that'd be pretty fun in any car, provided you were in a time loop and you were always going to wake up the next day and be alive and everything. I think I I don't think you need a jeep to do that, you know. Just saying. So anyway, uh, I guess he goes out with the jeep every day. The only problem being that he still steals the groundhog, meaning that he'd he'd still be running away from the cops or whatever, but he's just like driving around in it on like the road, just like. Oh wow, I have this Jeep now. But he's still stealing the ground dog, and it's ground dog day, and they gotta do the groundhog ceremony back in Punxsutawney. So like So like you know, wh why aren't the cops chasing him? Like he still stole the ground dog. Yeah, yeah, the ground dog's with him. 
so he says, uh, is this Chris Elliott here? They had a fake. No, that's not Chris Elliott. Who is this? He's like, Phil, have we met? And then Bill Murray's like, to the groundhog, you believe this guy? And he's like, about a hundred times. Who's the cast on this? I, I gotta see this. Bill Murray, uh, Groundhog Day commercial cast. That's not Chris Elliott, right? Yeah, who... Who is... What is this? Let's see. Groundhog Day cast reunites for Super Bowl Jeep commercial. It's not like... It's not like the entire, you know... Groundhog Day cast can reunite for a fucking commercial. That's just not possible. Uh... It features Stephen Tobolowski as Ned. So, Ned's still the same. Okay. And then, it's like, it's got a brief appearance by Brian Doyle Murray as Buster Green. Was was he was he Buster Green in the original, or, or what, you know? Was he? Groundhog Day. Was Brian Doyle Murray in original Groundhog Day? I guess it's possible. Oh yeah, he was in the original. Of course. Uh, but, but then it's, it uses Sonny and Cher's I Got You, Babe? Yeah, no shit it uses that. It's not like Cher's in the commercial. Anyway. So, this is on GameSpot.com. It says, The commercial's pitch that Phil doesn't mind being stuck in an endless loop because he's having such a blast is a solid one and it's shot and scripted largely like the 1993 movie from director Harold Ramis. The advertising circular ad week called the spot genius. I call it stupid because like Phil has a blast in the original movie too by killing himself over and over again. It doesn't matter if he's in a jeep that doesn't matter. He goes on railroad tracks and, and like, he does messed up shit because he, he can do anything. That's a fun concept. You don't need a Jeep for that. Like, like the, these people, this, this article on GameSpot.com seems to think that, like, it was miserable in the original. It's kind of miserable. He's kind of confused and shocked at the beginning, but... After a while, he really gets into it, you know, because, like, freedom from consequences, complete and absolute total chaos, you know, and that's fun to watch, but this one's just like, hey, he'd have more fun if he was in a Jeep. I don't know about that. You can drive off a cliff with any car. Just a thought. I guess the Phil guy, who's like a farmer, he's just a random guy. I, I guess he's not anyone famous. Why not get Chris Elliott in there? He's like the he's the funniest. He's one of the funniest guys in the original. You know that that'd be really funny, right? Uh, Chris Elliott, right? If Chris Elliott was in the was in the flipping, I mean, if Chris Elliott was in this commercial, it might actually sell me. But it's just it's just Ned, and you got Brian Doyle. 
it's 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 such a waste of like potential so then bill murray drives off in the jeep and he's like oh so the phil guy's like you're gonna freeze to death and bill murray's like who cares see you tomorrow so bill murray is still like suicidal except um like you you can freeze to death just not in a jeep is the jeep the only thing that makes bill murray's time loop shenanigans fun he has so much fun in the original when he's when he's driving off the cliff it's just this expression of manic glee you know because he's he's this stodgy weatherman and he's been stuck in this this boring drudgery forever and he's just able to loosen up I mean, I guess the groundhog's kind of cute. That's a given, you know. The groundhog's gonna be adorable, but like, it doesn't show him driving off the cliff in the jeep. See, that's why that's why advertisers don't make good sequels to really funny movies. Because if the jeep guy, the jeep guy, would, you know, the 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 jeep people obviously don't want a commercial where their jeep gets destroyed in a giant cloud of billowing smoke and fire uh... even though that makes the commercial like a hundred times funnier he's just driving kind of fast like uh, you know around the snow he's just kind of like being a little a little risky which is not it's so dumb it's so stupid so then you see bill murray with the groundhog in like a, a a, like a shawl on on the front and he's and he has ski poles and he's like I don't know where we parked I was following you gosh Bill Murray needs to be in a funny comedy soon that's not just a nostalgia grab because like geez Bill Murray he's in all the Wes Anderson movies right this is what I don't get He's in such funny movies before he starts being in Wes Anderson shit. And it's not like he's retired or anything. He's still in the fucking French Dispatch. That movie looks boring as shit. Why isn't he in a funny comedy? It's what Bill Murray's for, you know? I hear everyone being like, Oh, Wes Anderson gave Bill Murray a second career. And it's like Bill Murray was so successful with with his first movies, he could've just kept being in funny comedies. But instead, he's in the fucking Life Aquatic with Steve Zissau, this pretentious shit. You know, it's like, it's so stupid. It's not like Bill Murray, it's not like interest in Bill Murray had dried up by the time of, by the time, it's not like, it's not like people had gotten sick of Bill Murray by the time Wes Anderson started putting in movies. Like, he was still popular. I, I, I don't get it. Like, Bill Murray needs to be in something better, for gosh sakes. So sick of this Wes Anderson cycle. So then... So then, it's just like Brian Doyle Murray being like, He's got the groundhog! And then Ned is like, Phil? And then, like... And then they just... And then, like... Wait... So Bill Murray's character is named, and the farmer guy is named Phil, and the groundhog's named Phil. That's confusing. Um, but it's just like the static shot of Brian Doyle Murray, and the static shot of Ned, and then and then 
Bill Murray drives off. Where's the chaos? Why aren't the police chasing him? Because he's got the groundhog. Again, Jeep doesn't want to be seen in a commercial where their car is seen in a massive police chase. Even though it makes no logistical sense for Bill Murray to be able to drive around with this stolen groundhog free of consequences, what happens? Does he just drive back to town with the Jeep and then go to sleep in his hotel room and wake up the next day like nothing happened? Like, during the time loop, the police try and catch him. What is this nonsense? Oh, dang, they're just camping out in the middle of nowhere. You know, I guess that's the selling point of a Jeep. Like, oh, you can go out, you can go out in the forest, and you, you can, you too can, uh, just relax in nature. Doesn't make any sense within the context of a Groundhog Day thing, but alright. Anyway. So then he brings the groundhog in, and the lady's like, Sir, no animals. And then he comes back in with the groundhog, and it's wearing a little vest that says emotional support. And then he's like, two for dinner? You know, because the next day he can bring the groundhog in. He never gave this much of a shit about the groundhog, you know? He, he, like, hated the groundhog. That's... It's so, it's so weird to see, to see a commercial where he's, like, pals with the groundhog, right? Oh, jeez, it's so bad. It's so embarrassing. Holy shit. It, it, maybe the sad Chris Elliott'd be funny, but, like, it's just such a... Such a massive, weird, like, pastiche that does not... It's like, you know... It, for frick, like if Andy McDowell was in it, right? That'd make it. That'd probably make it funny. It makes sense because it's about Bill Murray and Andy McDowell, not Bill Murray and the freaking Groundhog. That's not. That's not the character dynamic. I mean, I guess it'd be fine for the sequel to have that character dynamic, but there's not going to be a sequel. So, like, who cares? Uh, anywho. So then it's 6 o'clock again, and Bill Murray is going with the Groundhog on, like, a bike? Is it like a Jeep bike? I guess it's like a Jeep bike. And then, uh, there's a caption on the bottom that says, Properly secure all cargo. Which I guess it's referring to the bike. Like, be sure and tie your bike to your Jeep. I mean, why even why even have points in the commercial where they have to flash up legal disclaimers like that? Like, noticeably, the Doritos Time Machine ad doesn't have a fucking caption on the bottom that's like, Hey, time travel is dangerous. Please, please do not time travel with your Doritos. Because it's just as much of a fantasy with the Groundhog Day thing. Y you can't actually wake up every day and have it reset. So why why is the Groundhog Day ad be like, hey, I'll make sure to secure, make sure to make sure to uh, seatbelt your groundhog if you're going on the road with your groundhog, and in the ad, Bill Murray doesn't even put a seatbelt on the groundhog. So we're you're supposed to take the example from Bill Murray, 
It's like a death wish. It's it's so tonally weird. So then another static shot of Brian Doyle Murray saying, He's got the groundhog! And another static shot of Ned Ryerson going, Phil? And it lacks like the repeti it lacks the repetition of, of the original, because it can only do it in like two minutes. So it's like these one minute, no, like these one second shots, you know. So then, uh, he's playing whack-a-mole, I guess. And the groundhog's looking at the whack-a-mole like, Oh, you're whacking, and, and Bill Murray's like, it's just a game. That's like the only point that makes sense and is new and, uh, makes sense, I guess. Well, there's the emotional support bit, too. But that's just like, oh, you know, Bill Murray can can change what he does based on knowledge he didn't have previously. We already knew that. So then it shows the Jeep, like, careening around and, and vrooming about. And, like, it's just kicking up snow. This is so boring. Yeah, no shit. I'm sure a Jeep can go on snow. F fantastic. This is this is so stupid. Holy shit. So then there's fireworks over the Jeep and Bill Murray's in the back of the Jeep and it says have the day of your life over and over again. Which is nice, but like in the original Bill Murray has the day of his life over and over again. And like more times than we're even shown. We don't even know how how much he had the day of his life. He could have been having the day of his life for a hun for a hundred years straight, and then not have the day of his life for a hundred years straight. We don't know. You know, that's the fun of the original, is that it allows for speculation. So yeah, it's it just ends with a shot of the groundhog looking out the window. It's like, what is this freaking stupid... It's such a stupid commercial. Like, yeah, it's nice that Bill Murray, like, is able to... It's nice... It's nice that Bill Murray has a Jeep now. I mean, Jeeps existed in the 90s, so it's not like he couldn't have got a Jeep in the original movie. But he just used a normal car, because you can drive off a cliff, surprise, with any car, you know? I... I, I really... I really miss the... I really miss uh, the Doritos time machine. That That's the classic, right? That's the go-to example of a really well-done uh, Super Bowl ad. It, it's funny, it's flashy, it, it's the kind of thing that makes you want to buy some Doritos because it's funny, and it's not made by Doritos. It's made by just some random guy with a budget of $300, and he just makes a funny time, time machine thing. You know, that, that's really funny. But when Doritos tries to do it, it comes off as lame. You know, for whatever reason, advertisers have never been very good at advertising stuff. It, it just doesn't happen that often. You know, and that's a shame, because, like, p pitching a product, that, that's, that's a veritable skill. Like, like advertising Nicholas Comics, for instance, take the classic meme with uh, Robert De Niro and John Travolta. 
and Robert De Niro is taxi driver, right? And uh, I, 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 I chunk Robert De Niro's taxi driver onto the Ledoot meme uh, with, with, you know, the skeleton. And then uh, Tom Cruise from Vanilla Sky is in the lower right-hand corner. I said J John Travolta, I don't know his name. It's Tom Cruise, right? Tom Cruise from Vanilla Sky. He's on the lower right-hand corner, and he's going, you, or no, uh, wait, where is it? Oh, yeah, Ledoot Comics, classic meme. So, uh, Robert De Niro is saying, you dootin' to me, and then Tom Cruise is saying, wow, these comics look pretty epic, and it's, it's him from Vanilla Sky, where he has the malformed face. Uh, it, in my memes, I'm able to get celebrity cameos just with MS Paint. And it's more effective, probably, than a Super Bowl ad. Just going by it. I mean, I haven't sold any comics, and there's no way to prove that I've sold any comics as a direct result of this meme. But I may have. You know, there's a possibility. I, I sincerely doubt sales of the Jeep went up that much because of the Bill Murray Groundhog Day uh, ad. Like, I sincerely doubt that. But, I guess it's possible. Anything's possible. Then again, so there's the Cable Guy one, there's the Doctor Evil one this year. What other Super Bowl ads are there? Let me, let me see them. Super Bowl ads, 2022. Because I know there's some cringe. There was one, once in a Super Bowl, where it's just like, for shock top beer, right? And this guy comes into the he comes into the bar, and then and then like there's just this orange that talks to him, and he's he's like, "Hey, drink a shock top beer. I'm a talking orange." And there's this thing where the the commercial was like whiny and and begging to be voted the best Super Bowl commercial. Really pathetic shit, you know. You'll be voted the best Super Bowl commercial if you're the best Super Bowl commercial shock top, okay? Anyway, uh, it's, it's just so stupid. It's just so dumb. Like, when did when did Super Bowl ads go from being like just normal commercials back in the seventies to being like really high budget yet still like original and like fun commercials up until like twenty eighteen or so? And now like everyone is just the most celebrity stuffed, fucking like weird movie referencing shit. Oh, there's one with Scarlett Johansson and Colin Jost. What was this commercial supposed to impress me with? That there there's a big they got a big budget and they can get Scarlett Johansson and Colin Jost on? Wow. Amaz yeah, no shit. You can hire famous actors. Or you could just hire completely obscure random actors, and if they're good, they'll sell your product for you. Am I am I gonna go crazy just because Scarlett Johansson's in a in a commercial? Probably not. She's just Scarlett Johansson. I've seen her a million times. I swear. Like it seems like it seems like advertising companies. Are still stuck in like this the the 50s, right? Because there's a point where like you know, all these celebrities on the commercials, and this never happens outside the Super Bowl, right? There's never like 
some huge giant I mean there's still like you know there's like the talkies ad with ninja or whatever you know he's a celebrity gamer and he's like talkies for the most part commercials really don't have like big time celebrities anymore except during the Super Bowl like I swear companies just spend an exorbitant amount of money you know they, they save up and save up all year and they barely advertise and then during the Super Bowl they just ejaculate this giant advertisement on everyone and it's like you know maybe just advertise all year round you'll probably make more money if you just advertise consistently instead of appealing to Super Bowl fanatics you know there's a thought instead of just advertising one day of the year why not advertise all 365? Probably more effective. Probably make your product more, more well-known, you know? Anyway, we got we got one with Scarlett Johansson and Colin Joe, so let's see this one. Amazon's big, day, big game commercial, Mind Reader. Is Alexa reading minds a good idea? No. No, it is not. Says Amazon. Who do you think you're kidding, Amazon? Alexa can already pretty much read minds. You know, it's always connected to the fucking CIA. Of course it's going to read minds. Heck, I'm probably connected to the CIA right now. Luckily, I'm an American, and I haven't done anything illegal, so they don't care. But, like, who are you kidding, Amazon? Jeez. I mean, I mean, I don't, I, I don't mind personally giving up some of my privacy to connect to the Internet or anything. But I'm not going to buy it through Amazon, because Amazon is a morally bereft company. And also just, like, they put too much spyware in their shit. And it's all just for, like, advertising purposes. It, it, it's this... I don't know who needs an Alexa, right? That's the thing. Not only does it spy on you, you know, like all technology does to some extent. Google cookies, you know, track your browsing history or whatever. Which isn't inherently malicious. Not only is Alexa, like, just a massive invasion of privacy because it's in your house all the time and you can't, like, turn it off or anything. I guess you can turn it off or you can just, like, throw it in the dumpster or something. But all it can do, right, is look something up on Google, which you can just do by, by typing something into Google, or it can tell you the temperature, which you can just get by buying a thermometer and putting it outside the front door and checking on it every so often when you want to know the temperature or again just looking it up on Google and the only other thing Alexa can do is like tell a joke again just look up a video with jokes in it and it'll be funnier than whatever joke Alexa can tell you I, I don't know who's buying Alexa's like it's the most useless device imaginable I guess j like who the fuck needs an Alexa Google exists you know, that's the thing, right? It's supposed to be a replacement for Google, but Google's already the most convenient search engine, you know, the most convenient repository of information ever devised. The only thing Alexa offers is, wow, now you can ask Alexa to look something up for you instead of typing it into Google. But even that doesn't make sense, because now phones have microphones on them, so you can ask Google, hey Google, look some shit up. Nobody needs an Alexa. Stupid, stupid fucking device. Anyway, let's see this Scarlett Johansson, Colin Jost thing. This is probably going to ruin Colin Jost for me, because I, I do like Weekend Update, but... Then again, like I said, not dissing any celebs, 
they, they make make the money, you know. If there's a big paycheck, it's not like I'll judge any of these fellows for for being being morally bankrupt. Let's take a look here. Um, it's not Bill Murray's fault that the Jeep ad is, is so poorly written. It's Jeep's fault, you know, because Jeep isn't Harold Ramis, and they don't have that sense of writing and direction uh, that makes Groundhog Day so good. So, you know. Gosh, there is that shitty VR sequel. Don't make sequels video games. Just make sequels movies. And then you can have a video game spinoff. That's fine. You can have, you know, you can make, like, three good movies and then have a video game tie-in for all the gamers out there. But if you force people to play your shitty video game by branding it as the only sequel available, it's not going to be fun. You know, it's going to suck. Uh, let, let's see here. Oh, man. It's it's so flippin' uh, Amazon, the Amazon thing. Uh, here we go. All right. Amazon's big game commercial, Mind Reader. So I guess this is trying to be self-deprecating. As self-deprecating as possible. Amazon being like, Is Alexa reading minds a good idea? No, fuck no, you can't trust us. We're the scummiest fucking company on the face of the fucking planet. We're in- we're- we're insane. Let, let's see here. So Scarlett Johansson comes downstairs, and I guess Colin Jost is is playing her husband, which is really weird because we know the the are Colin Jost and Scarlett Johansson an item? Is this something I'm not aware of, or are they just like playing a fictional couple without names who just happen to look uh, just like? Oh, they married in 2020. Okay, so this makes sense. Alright, this makes sense. I was wrong. Wow. I I'm not up to date with this stuff. Don't blame me. Okay, so anyway. Gosh. I, gu I guess they're probably a cute couple. Okay. Anyway. So, uh... Dang. Colin Jost and Scarlett... I never would guess. Jeez. But that's recent. That's 2020, so... I haven't been keeping up to date with that. Let's see. G given the dry, like, really boring uh, voice tone that Colin gives at the beginning here, he's like, Hey babe, check this out. Uh, I, I wouldn't be able to tell that they were actually married. But, uh, I guess they are. What a world we're living in, huh? And now Kim Kardashian's with Pete Davidson. Wild shit. Anyway. So Colin Jost is like... So Colin's like, Alexa, it's game day. So then Alexa turns on the Super Bowl. Uh, again, a display of a service that nobody would need, because you can just press a button to turn on your TV. And, and Colin Jost and Scarlett Johansson are, like, ten feet away from the TV. So, like, they could just walk over to the TV, get this, it's crazy, or, get this, there's a thing where, where you don't have to walk up to the TV and even press a button on the TV, because there's a thing called a remote control, 
where you can turn on the, on the TV from where you are in the room instead of having to walk up to the TV if you're legitimately that lazy and pathetic. But uh, I, guess, I guess Amazon is like, yeah, one of our services, one of the essential features that our Alexa provides is it can turn the TV on for you um, if you say, Alexa, it's game day. Which, I, would Alexa know that? I feel like there's game day all the time, you know, like there's football games and shit. There's college football. How does Alexa know which uh, football game to turn on? Say, say there's one college football game and one national football game. How does Alexa know which one to turn on? Oh, dang, Colin Jost and Scarlett Jones. I still can't get over it. I, I, I honestly thought they were just playing some, like, random couple, but they are a couple. You wouldn't know, because the, the acting is so bad. Because they have nothing to do. They're given no... They're, like, Amazon just is not a good director, I, I can tell you that much. Oh, this is so boring. So then Alexa's like, Closing blinds. Chilling rosé. And I got like a wine cooler with like... 20 bottles of wine... Geez, this commercial makes makes Scarlett Johansson and Colin Jost out to be chronic winos. Like, you need a fucking wine cooler? Is a fridge not enough? You know? Like, I, I doubt this is Colin Jost and Scarlett Johansson's actual house. It looks like a very clean and sterile set, but like... Who has a wine cooler with 20 jugs of wine in there? You have to be a serious alcoholic to need that much wine. Just just have a bottle and just have it in the fridge, you know? There's this... So I guess it's supposed to be a joke. Scarlett Johansson's like, Rosé? And Colin's like, well, it's an afternoon game. And then Scarlett's like, oh, it's an after... Whatever that's supposed to mean. I'm not. I'm not a chronic alcoholic, so I don't know when rosé is supposed to be drink as opposed to chardonnay or whatever type of wine have you but i guess uh, Scar scarlet and colin both understand this hilarious joke about rosé well it is an afternoon game i'm pretty sure you can drink rosé anytime especially if you're a chronic alcoholic and you have a wine cooler with like 20 bottles of rosé in there but you know uh Teach their own, I suppose. This commercial really makes them look like huge drunkards who just chug this wine, you know? It's unflattering. So then they go like, Oh, it's like she can read your mind. And they both turn towards each other, and then the Alexa lights up. Ah. I, I mean, I'm not scared by an Alexa, because you can just throw it away. Like, the only reason that Alexa poses a, a problem for society is because people keep buying this stupid piece of crap, waste of time, piece of shit software. Just, just buy a freaking phone. It has all the same shit on it, and more. Like, it has a touch, it has a, a screen, you know? What's an Alexa have? It's just like, Hi, I'm Alexa. Wanna hear a joke?
why the chicken crossed the road to get to the other side I'm Alexa I tell you funny jokes it's so stupid anyway so then we see Scarlett Johansson roll over and she's like I love we get to sleep in and then Alexa's like fresh mint mouthwash extra strength I guess the joke is that Scarlett Johansson's mouth smells like a dumpster this commercial's so mean to Scarlett Johansson and Colin Jost like neither of them deserve this much like neither of them deserve this many insults for gosh it's so it's so mean-spirited and that's the thing right all these Super Bowl commercials try to be as funny as possible but they just seem so out of touch. Like back in the 50s and 60s, like when when you had, you know, Barbara Feldon in the flippin' perfume commercial. You know, that was of the times. Oh wow, it's Barbara Feldon. She's in she's in a commercial for cologne or whatever. What what's that one? Or is it like some kind of whiskey or something? Barbara Feldon commercial. Yeah, top brass, right? Oh, it's a hair thing, right? So Barbara Feldon's in this commercial, and this is before the Super Bowl. So back then, it was just like, oh, a, a celebrity in every commercial. You know, we'll we'll get we'll get we'll we'll get Phil Silvers in this commercial, and we'll get Ed Sullivan in this commercial. We'll get Barbara Feldon in this commercial for Top Brass, and Barbara Feldon can be next to this tiger, and she can go like, men like, I like tigers, and tigers use Top Brass hair. But it doesn't work like that anymore. You know, pe people don't just see Barbara Feldon next to a tiger and she's like, I like tiger. You know, because guys are smarter now and they know that they don't have a chance with Barbara Feldon ev even if they buy top brass hair product. So commercials these days need to be witty and clever and try new things. And that's what the Doritos Time Machine ad does. No idea why, why more commercials don't try to do the, the Doritos Time Machine. Or some people say, like, they hate the J.G. Wentworth ad, right? That's an original and really effective ad. I'm sure J.G. Wentworth has got so many, like, you know, because it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a kind of obscure service, right? Cash annuities and like that. But the, the song is so catchy that it hammers it into people's heads. Like, oh, even if I don't have a long-term settlement and I don't need cash now, if I ever do, I'll know who to call. J.G. Wentworth. 877-CASH-NOW. It doesn't even have any celebrities, unless you count the opera guy as a celebrity, or, or the guy who says, your money, use it when you need as a celebrity, which I don't. You know, they're, they're only known for this one commercial. But it is an incredibly effective commercial. More commercials should be like that. But there's the commercial where, where Barbara Feldon's like, I want a word with all you tigers. Oh, you know which ones you are. And she's like on this tiger pelt. And that's what these Super Bowl ads remind me of. They're just like, oh, we'll get some celebrities in here. And that'll make it really effective. But it just doesn't work like that anymore. Because nobody idolizes celebrities that much anymore. You know, unless you're the type who goes to the to the store and buys up every celebrity tabloid and keeps up on flipping all the Kardashians and everything, you're probably not going to fall for a commercial. 
where Kim Kardashian's trying to sell you sell you you know dental floss or whatever. It's probably not going to work. Anyway, this commercial. Colin Joe says either I should get a spray can or I should get a spray tan. I can't tell what he says because his dialogue is muffled. Um, so then Alexa turns on the blender. I don't know how Alexa can turn on a blender. I don't think that's possible. Maybe it's an Amazon blender. Does Amazon make blenders with Alexa capabilities built in? Probably. It's probably a really shitty blender. I have a blender from the 60s and it works like a dream. And the motor is strong as heck and that makes a killer smoothie. But Amazon's blender probably breaks in like five days. You have to order another one. From Amazon, of course. So then Scarlett... So then Scarlett Johansson, I guess, is practicing some acting. And she's out in the... Uh, like... Uh, and she's like... What about the garden, Papa? Oh, this is so cringe. Scarlett Johansson's a good actress in like a, in like good movies, like Ghost World, for instance. She's great in that. Um, not Black Widow, obviously, the lamest role of her fucking career, but like she's a good actress in, in a lot of movies. But in this commercial, it makes it gives her this. I guess Irish accent, and it's trying to be like, look, Scarlett Johansson, she's so bad at acting, right? Scarlett Johansson fucking sucks, and her breath stinks. Like, it's it's so, it's so deprecating, like, I don't get it. <laughs> at least in the old Barbara Feldon commercial, she's not like, I'm terrible. I'm Barbara Feldon, and I have really low self-esteem. By top brass, you know. So the joke, I guess, is that the the show Scarlett Johansson is opening is on March eighth, right? And the premise is that Alexa can read minds. So uh, Alexa's like reminder to fake your own death on March eighth. I guess the joke is that Colin Jost is such a shitty husband that he's going to fake his own death um, to avoid having to go see Scarlett Johansson. It's so weird. This, like, hey, Scarlett jo Really, I don't even think the commercial is dumped on Colin Jost. It's just shitting all over Scarlett Johansson. That's so mean. She's a good actress in, like, Ghost World and stuff. Like, what is this? So then Colin Jost is like, when they do those scenes with hot... When they do the love scenes with hot guys, is that fun or is that, like, the worst? Because they're watching, like, a romance movie on their big TV. This isn't even the same room from before, because before the, the TV where Colin Jost says... Um, it's game day, Alexa. That that TV is above a fireplace, and this is an entirely different big flat-screen TV that's, like, in a bookshelf. And also, the movie is obviously, like, CGI'd onto the TV instead of just playing in the room 
for whatever reason, I guess because it looks crisper or something. So then Colin Jost is like, we have to make out with a hot guy, is that fun or is that like the worst? As if Colin Jost looks bad, he's he's a handsome guy. L like, he's he's pretty hot. Like, I, I can see why Scarlett Johansson would, would be attracted. And I'm like... He's a he's an okay looking guy. He's not a he's not a he's not a dog. Like sure he's he's a funny guy. He's a funny comedian. He's not ugly. But this commercial's like huh, this this romance scene, Colin, talk about how bad you look in in comparison to this uh romance on, on the TV. Cause you wanna be relatable. You wanna be the the normal guy, the, you know, the down-to-earth everyman with the the 20 stocked wine cooler and the giant ma greenhouse in your mansion. You know, it's like, you're trying to make him relatable or no, or what? What is this nonsense? Oh yeah, so then Alexa pops on with the song Sweet Little Lies. Because... I guess Colin Jost is asking if it, if it's fun to make. It's so confusing. Colin Jost is asking, is it is it fun or the worst to make f to to make out with hot guys in movies, and and Scott Johansson like it's the worst, and then Alexa's like, oh dang, she's lying. It's actually the best. This commercial makes Colin Jost and Scarlett Johansson's uh, relationship seem so like full of deception and, and, like, anger, which is, it's just so weird, like, I doubt they hate each other this much, <laughs> like, they, they're probably a cute couple, for fuck's sake, this commercial's terrible, this commercial makes me not want to get a fucking Alexa, because it's shitting all over Scott Johansson and Colin Jost, both of whom are really talented, and are in much better shit than this one minute and thirty second Alexa Amazon ad. Jesus, it commercial's so bad. What's this commercial supposed to do? It's like, oh, can Alexa read your mind? I don't like uh, technically not, but I I wouldn't be surprised if it if it did something similar to this. It's fucking creepy. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it started playing a creepy song randomly, or, or if it, like, you know, said, like, I'm gonna fake my own death someday. Yeah, that sounds like the thing this device of doom would be saying. So then they're at this giant banquet, this giant rich gorge meal. There's, like, 20 candles on the table, and like three bouquets of white roses. Again, are we supposed to look at Colin and Scarlet as like relatable or like fancy, you know? It's such a weird dichotomy. I guess Amazon just thinks that this like giant table with like 50, there's like 20 candles on here. And there's like lamps behind them, so they don't even need the candles. I guess it's just for atmosphere. Who the fuck needs, like, 20 candles? That's too many candles, you know? I, I, don't I don't think real rich people have that many candles. It's like, it's, like a, it's like a candle commercial more than an Alexa commercial. 
so there's like one token black guy it looks like at the at this giant feast like are we supposed to look at Colin and Scarlet as these like relatable doofuses or like these fancy desirable you know are you supposed to aspire to be them or what 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 is this so the this bald guy I don't know if it's Jeff Bezos I guess not he's like this bread is delicious did you make it says the token black guy And then Scarlett Johansson says, It's from my Gammy's recipe. These lines are the worst. Amazon does not know how to write a decent script. Poor Scarlett Johansson. She has to say this cringe. I hope she got paid good for this, and I hope her and Colin Jost got a big paycheck and, and the relationship is going strong. I can understand how, after being in this commercial, the relationship could become a bit tumultuous. So then Alexa pops up and says, Gammy is short for she bought it at Whole Foods, which is pretty funny considering Whole Foods is uh, owned by Amazon. That might, that might actually be one of the funniest uh, jokes in the whole commercial because Amazon is secretly slipping in uh, their own brand in there. Um, it's unintentionally funny, but it, it passes, I guess. For, for uh, Yeah, that's kind of funny. That Amazon can't, you know, they got they got to slip in their brand of store, and they could just be like, she bought it at the she bought it at the at the store, but they got to be like, she bought it at Whole Foods. And admittedly, a lot of these products at Whole Foods are pretty good. You can get the same at any other health store or whatever, you know. But like, this this joke is so lame. Like, oh, you didn't make the bread. You bought the bread at the store. This this joke is dead. This joke is so old. Amazon is so pathetically out of touch. Jesus fuck. Amazon is so bad at marketing. Okay, so then So then Alexa says, "Announcement. Calden left the oysters in the car for 5 hours and then everyone starts vomiting." Which, like, is, is, again, just implying that Colin is, like, the worst person on the planet. And, he, and he's so forgetful. But also it seems to imply, like, hey, if you get an Alexa, it won't even help you remember shit. Like, take the oysters out of the car. You'll just leave the oysters in the car and they'll go bad and everyone will vomit. So, again, like, terrible advertising. If you're if you're marketing an Alexa, I expect your commercial to point out, hey, do you commonly forget perishable items out in the car? Well, Alexa will help you remember that you left perishable items in the car. But but this one's like, it's so focused on this stupid joke where it's like, Colin and Scarlet fucking suck as people. They're so fucking stupid and klutzy that like. You know, like, it's so focused on telling this joke, it doesn't even market the product. So I'm just left confused. I'm like, does this commercial want me to buy an Alexa? Or does this commercial want me to get angry at Colin Jost and Scarlett Johansson for being stupid and lame? What's this commercial telling me to do and why does it exist? 
Oh, so then they all vomit. So then Colin's like, probably a better idea if Alexa can't read your mind. And Scarlett Johansson's like, bad idea. And then, and then Colin says, let's watch the game. And then the Amazon smile pops up. I guess that's a smile or it's an arrow. Uh, it's their only logo now. Gosh, when did Amazon go from having the word Amazon, which at least makes sense, to just being the arrow? They think the arrow is like as recognizable as the Nike swoosh or something. The Amazon arrow wishes it could be the fucking Nike swoosh, but it's just not. They had that commercial where it's like all the boxes come alive and start like... and start like singing or something. You know, the the Christmas one where all the all the Amazon boxes with the smiles on them, like they they come alive and they they're like singing and it's really creepy. That's a nightmare scenario there. Um just have like all these Amazon boxes alive, you know, but like uh I hate that one. But like uh, does everyone just get shit delivered in Amazon boxes like there's so many other, like, courier services. There's, there's FedEx. There's fucking, you know, I have to get, there's like UPS, eBay, you know. I always go with eBay because it has a wider variety of products. And, like, you know, it's not freaking Amazon. Amazon's service is shit. I don't know who, who just goes like, oh, yeah, I want to flippin', I, I want to flippin', it's like, it's so stupid. I want Alexa. Alexa. Can you please order a taco? Like, like it's so dumb. It's just... What's an Alexa do? What, what's the function of an Alexa? It's a useless fucking product. It's so useless. Frick. Anyway... So, as with, uh, gosh, uh, what is it talking about here? Um, so th that Colin Joe Scarlett Johansson commercial is just terrible. It's just like the worst, the joke is so overdone, there's no way that you haven't heard it before. Oh, what if you could read minds, or what if something could read minds, and... It turns out that that what you thought was was embarrassing. Oh wow, this is just like what's the thing that does that? I I know there's a, you know it's a what what woman wants one, but there's like it, it's been done to death at this point for fuck's sake. Hey, what if did you did you ever thought about what if you you could read minds or your Alexa could read minds and like it would tell it would tell you stuff that you were thinking in your head but you didn't want to tell this Colin does Scarlett Johansson really want to cheat on Colin Jost all the time is this what this commercial's trying to say if so that's sad I feel bad for Colin I mean I know that's not how it actually is I I'm sure their marriage is probably going great because Colin Jost is really great guy, and Scarlett Johansson is very lucky to have him. But holy shit, this commercial takes just an absolute piss on both of them. It's like, it's so stupid. 
Uh, let's see the comments here. She's serious... Uh, uh, 11 days ago. She seriously needs to do more comedy roles. She is awesome. Yeah, you know what that's called? It's called Ghost World. And it came out in, like, 2000. And it's one of the funniest movies ever made. But for some reason, all people know her from is Black Widow and, and Avengers. And, that like, that. there's more to her filmography than that. The same way there's more to Robert Downey Jr.'s filmography than Avengers. Like, sure, Avengers is total shit. Iron Man is fucking stupid. Stupid movie. But Robert Downey Jr. is in some good movies, like like Zodiac and everything. And, like, you know, just to think that, like, like, like Scarlett Johansson is in some funny comedies. She's in flipping, you know, it's, it's so dumb. Anyway, so that's the, um, that's a long and short of it. It's 437. All I can really say for sure is that, like, the Super Bowl needs to pep its game up. Because, like, in 2014, when that Doritos time machine juice was going and flowing, and it was sweet, you know. I saw that thing when it came out, I think. I, I think I tuned in, and it was funny. I, th I think I saw that when it originally aired. Classic. Everyone likes the, the Doritos time machine thing. But nobody... Like, I have to convince myself that this cringe, like, terrible fucking wine cooler freaking Amazon's big game commercial ad isn't swaying anyone over to buy an Alexa. Uh, another comment from Jogwheel 12 days ago. More, ende more endearing than it is funny, honestly. They seem like a fun couple. That's not exactly the effect this ad gives off. This 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 ad makes it seem like they're a like they're a deceitful like soap opera couple. Like they're constantly plotting to stab each other behind the back because they're they're calling Jost and Scarlett Johansson the two most master manipulator psychological abuse heathens in the world. You know, it tries to make them so relatable. Like oh, you know. Every couple has their issues. Colin Jost leaves the oysters out for five hours in the car and then feeds them to the dinner guests? That doesn't even make sense now that I think about it, because if the dinner guests are eating them, Colin would have had to, to bring the oysters in from the car after he realized he had left them out for five hours, meaning he intentionally... He didn't just forget the oysters. He intentionally is feeding them to everyone. So he's like, he's like uh, malicious. He's like an actively malicious uh, food poisoner. You know, it makes him look so terrible. So there's a couple comments that go like, "This commercial perfectly articulates why I no longer use my Echo devices. It's a bit too close to home." And then another one. This would be funny if mind-reading wasn't the end goal of all these algorithms. Like, like, why make your spyware commercial, your commercial for your freaking spyware, all about reading minds? I think maybe Amazon is so tone-deaf that it doesn't even realize that this is exactly why people don't use their shitty product, because they think it's going to read their mind and invade their privacy. And you see a commercial where it does just that, but 
Amazon is so fucking stupid that they're just like, huh, well, well, it's a funny premise. It's like a sitcom or something. Like, uh, it's reading their mind, you know? It's funny. And it's like, you, you didn't really think this one through, Chief, you know? You, you, like, you really didn't. Or maybe they're trying to be, like, really subversive and be like, we'll make our commercial about how the Alexa shouldn't read minds so we come off, th like, people think that we don't want the Alexa to read minds, but then, but then it actually does, you know? Uh, the one comment says, Absolutely loved this ad. This is literally an SNL sketch, and I absolutely love it. Well, for one, an SNL sketch isn't designed to sell you a product, and even the SNL sketches that are parody commercials are better at selling you products. Like, the, the, the evil mad scientist White Castle thing. It's not a real White Castle ad, obviously. That makes me want some White Castle burgers, but it's not a real commercial. But, like... Also, it can't literally be an SNL sketch, because Colin Jost is only on Weekend Update. He's not He's not in the sketches. Do you watch SNL? You know. Um, another comment. Whoever thought of putting them in this commercial needs a raise. This is a top-tier... No, Colin and Scarlet need a raise. They're the ones who put themselves through this gauntlet of, of drudgery. The, the fucking writing team or directing team does not need a raise. They need to be fired. This is a top-tier Super Bowl commercial and sounds like Scarlett and Colin had input on the creativity behind the scenes as well. I don't think so. There's the bit of Weekend Update where Colin writes his own joke and, and Michael Che writes his own joke. Those are really funny jokes. So, like, Colin Jost is, like, a really funny guy. If Colin Jost wrote any of these jokes in this Amazon ad, I, I would be stunned. I, I wouldn't know what to say. Like, there's no way Colin wrote these jokes. Like, fuck. It's some Amazon intern who's like, what if, what if Sweet Little Lies starts playing? What, what if, uh, she says that, Gams made the rolls, but then they're from the store instead of from the the grandma recipe. Wouldn't that be funny? Or maybe Alexa came up with all these jokes. They sound like they're written by a robot. They're 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 that like unfunny and boring, you know. Put this next to the Dorito time machine commercial. It's night and day. Holy shit. Uh, eleven days ago. Wow. This is hilarious. I hope these two do many more commercials together. So much potential. Funny. They probably will do more commercials together, considering they're literally married. But, like, you know, like, they won't be this bad. Ah, uh, this so... It's so stupid. Like... This commercial is made even funnier when you remember Scarlett's previous role in the movie Her, in which she played an AI voice opposite Joaquin Phoenix. What's that have to do with anything? The AI voice wasn't an Alexa. If it was, the movie would be really fucking stupid. 
Also, Alexa isn't even an AI. Alexa is just like a fucking... It's basically just like Google, but less convenient. You, you just prompt it to do shit. Hey, Alexa, remind me to do something that I can't write down for whatever reason. No, keep, keep a little notepad on me. Fuck that. I need an Alexa to remind me what to do all the time. Wow, here, here's, here's an idea for, for an incredible commercial, right? You make a CGI recreation of Norm MacDonald, right? And he's in the movie Dirty Work, but he's in a really weak recreation of the movie Dirty Work. And they have, like, you know, some, like, they got, like, they got, like, a, like, a fake, you know, they got, like, a fake Sam, and they got a fake Chris Farley, who's just, like, a fat guy, like, uh, in reprisal when Bruce Willis just says, I'll take you any time, punk. Here's an idea, right? You have a fake, uh, you have a CGI recreation of Norm MacDonald, like they made a CGI recreation of Harold Ramis in the new Ghostbusters movie, right? And it's dirty work, right? The, Amazon can do this next year. Uh, Amazon, take this idea. I, I, I guarantee it's going to sell big. It's going to sell huge, right? So Norm MacDonald, you know, in the movie Dirty Work, uh, he has a funny character trait, which is that he carries around a tape recorder all the time and says, note to self, right? Because, you know, that's an interesting way to, to communicate, like, his, his character and everything. And he always makes, like, little notes to self, like, do so-and-so, right? Um, so here's an idea, right? You can, you can substitute the tape recorder with an Alexa. And Norm MacDonald goes, hey, Alexa, note to Alexa. And uh, I guess you can't really stuff an Alexa into your pocket, or you can't really stuff an Echo into your pocket like you can a dictaphone. But, you know, who cares about convenience, right? Because we, we want to make Alexa seem as appealing as possible, even if it's literally less convenient than a tape recorder. Or just like a smartphone, which everyone already has. But he carries around an Alexa all the time, right? And he's like, note to Alexa, do so-and-so. That'd be really funny. That'd be a great, that'd be a great way to advertise your uh, new, fresh new, hot, steaming, piping new Alexa product. Alexa 5.0, the Alexa that's bigger and bulkier and takes more hardware and software to set up. Because why not? Why not make everything and every device as convenient, as as inconvenient and, and needlessly complex as possible while presenting it as some kind of incredible revolution in convenience and ease of use? Dang. You know... And I can't blame Colin Jost. There's 100% on Amazon. This advertising is terrible. But I won't be surprised if they start making CGI recreations of, of Norm MacDonald and shit. Hey, Norm MacDonald in the Super Bowl 2024. Watch out for it. Uh, let's see here. There's a comment saying... I have zero interest in having a spy in my home, but this was a great commercial and actually gets funnier on subsequent viewings. Oh yeah? It's not... I doubt if I watched this a hundred times it'd get funnier. It'd probably get less funny each time. Oh jeez, are all these like spam ads, spam comments? It seems like some of them are, because they're all written by these by these fake fucking accounts, right? 
Yeah, like uh, Neil Matthews. Uh, this comment has 52 likes. Is Neil Matthews a real guy? Oh, I guess Neil Mat. I guess Neil Matthews is real. I, th I don't know the type of person who'd, who'd be into this fucking cringe content, but I wouldn't be surprised if Amazon stocks the stocks the fucking comment section with fake accounts. Because they have the voting thing, right? Vote for the best Super Bowl commercial. Nobody needs to be the best Super Bowl commercial. You're, you all have millions of dollars of budget. It's like... You don't gotta be the best fucking Super Bowl commercial, but all these ad agencies, they gotta be like, Oh, we're the best Super Bowl. We're the real winners of the Super Bowl. We won the Super Bowl trophy. We're the best Super Bowl. A comment that says... Uh... Now it says, when you purposely search up a commercial on YouTube after seeing it somewhere and liked it and left a comment, this is what good commercial looks like. Where else would you see this besides the Super Bowl? The writing for this was gold? Bullshit. There's one comment that says, amazing ad. A sketch series light-hearted like this would do so well. Reminds me of I Dream of Genie, The Robinsons, and so much more. Really, it reminds you of a sitcom where, where the wife's a fucking genie? Yeah, let's make a sitcom where it's just Alexa can read your mind. That sounds like the perfect sitcom. It'd be as interesting as I Dream of Genie, the show about... A, a literal genie. Let's have the the telepathic Alexa. Fucking, this is so dumb. Uh, another comment says, someday, somehow, there's going to be a weekend update about this commercial, and we're going to laugh all the way. Yeah, I don't know about that. I doubt Weekend Update will ever mention this commercial. Colin Jost is probably very embarrassed about it. But he made that bread, and, and Scarlet made the bread, and now they can focus on doing other things, which is good. Anyway, and, and hopefully after Mike Myers is in the shitty commercial, he can buckle down on Austin Powers 4, which is what everyone wants to see. Austin Powers 4. Uh, not, the, not the Austin Powers Super Bowl commercial, which doesn't even have Austin Powers, it just has Dr. Evil. It, again, doesn't even make any sense, because he plays both of them. The commercial could just had both, you know, but like, oh, this this, I don't know what's worse. Like the cable guy one was pretty bad, but I think I think the Amazon one's the worst. So congratulations, Amazon. I'm gonna give you the 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 award of worst ad of the Super Bowl, hands down, no contest. You 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 ruined Colin Jost, which is very hard to do because Colin Jost is a funny funny guy, just not in a fucking Amazon ad that's written by by some imbecile. Like there's no way Colin wrote those jokes. No way. This is a terrible commercial, and this does not make me want to buy a flipping Alexa. I guess the only advantage to this ad is let me know that Scarlett Johansson and Colin Jost were married. 
I might have heard that somewhere, but I completely forgot. Because uh, I'm not obsessed enough with celebrity relationships and marriages and whatnot, like, to really care, you know. Like, I, I, I assume the people who see these ads go like, Oh my gosh, it's Jim Carrey in a commercial? What the fuck? I gotta get Xfinity now. You probably already have Xfinity, for fuck's sake. It's the, it's the biggest internet service provider in America. It, I just don't know what these commercials are supposed to do. Like, like the only one that's good, that, well, not the only one, like I said, they were all good back in 2014 for the most part. The Doritos Time Machine ad, that one's a classic. Nothing will ever even come close to that. And that's $300, and it's just some guy. He just put it together. It's just cardboard and dreams, baby, and a bag of Doritos. That's all you need. And that makes me want some freaking Doritos. Who, who doesn't want Doritos, right? And and it's a Super Bowl snack, so it makes sense to be a Super Bowl commercial because people are eating Doritos during the Super Bowl. They're buying Doritos during the Super Bowl. When your Super Bowl ad is just for, like, Alexa... What's the fucking point, you know? It's so stupid. I know, I know the ultimate Super Bowl ad. All the Super Bowl ads like referencing... 90s movies, right? So get this, right? So it's got Brad Pitt and and it's got Kevin Spacey, right? And they're playing their characters from the movie Seven, right? So Brad Pitt comes up and he's like, "What's in the box? What's in the box?" And they're standing, and the day is yellow. The, the day is really amber, you know. It's really like sunset. It's dramatic, right? They're underneath these cell phone towers, right? And, you know, uh, Kevin Spacey is standing there, right, emotionless, and he's John Doe, you know, he's, he's done all these horrible murders, he's disfigured people, and he's like, so, then he, op he, he, Brad Pitt's like, tell me what's in the box, and Kevin Spacey is like, you, you, you brought this on yourself. So then Kevin Spacey slowly opens opens up the box, right? And is slowly panning in, right? And inside the box inside the box there's a Budweiser. And Kevin Spacey takes out the Budweiser and he turns it over in his hands. And he says, "This Budweiser is the ultimate Super Bowl beverage. You can drink it while you're watching the big game. You can drink it on a hot day or on a cold day. Budweiser is delicious. Drink Budweiser. And Brad Pitt's like, where's my wife's head, you sick son of a bitch? And Kevin Spacey's like, I don't know where, I don't know where the head is. This is a Budweiser. Hard cut. Budweiser logo. There you have it. That's the ultimate Super Bowl commercial. I expect to get my check from Budweiser pretty soon, uh, given that Budweiser easily has the budget necessary to hire Brad Pitt and Kevin Spacey for a scintillating commercial, which will serve as an homage and quasi-sequel to the classic 1995 psychological crime thriller film Seven with, with Kevin Spacey as the horrific serial killer John Doe, who frames his murders 
around the seven deadly sins. Brilliant! Ad agencies, you don't want to miss out on this one. I'm tossing free ideas your way. You, you better, you better, you better, you better, you, you better take me up on this. Because, like, seriously, this is a good opportunity. Make a Super Bowl commercial based off the movie 7. That'll get big. Because everyone, everyone is going to be like, oh my gosh. It's like the movie 7, which I could be watching if I wasn't watching this boring fucking two-hour football game. It's like the movie 7, but a commercial. Brilliant. That that sounds so flippin'... That's genius. Wow. Anyway. Uh, it's 4.57, so the Q&A is over. Nobody opt on. But as always, if you want a free copy of College Buddies at the Feet Bowl, I guess I'll give that away for free next next week, since I said this week it was, it was free. It's not free, but you can win it for free if you answer a trivia question here on the Q&A. Uh, so be sure and join next week, and you can win your own little piece of Super Bowl memorabilia, College Buddies 3. College Buddies at the Feet Ball, which is entirely about the great American sport where 50 muscular guys pummel into each other, and it's snowing, and everyone is cold, and they all want to go home. The greatest sport, truly. Baseball? Move over, baseball. You're not the, the great American pastime anymore. Football is here, and it's the hardest hitting. Now that I think about references to 90s movies and commercials probably wouldn't appeal to the to the average football fan. It should just be a guy with huge testicles and he's just grimacing at the camera with this giant blank expression like Aah! hard cut testosterone medication. That should be the 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 Super Bowl commercial that would that would sway all the all the big football fans out there. Anywho, so it's 4:58, and uh, that Amazon Echo is terrible. That's or Amazon Alexa, so bad. Frick. Just a, just a reminder: instead of buying an Alexa, you could buy some Nicholas Comics. Much better use of your money. And uh, if I ever get the opportunity to have a Super Bowl commercial for Nicholas Comics on the Super Bowl, you betcha it's going to be way better than all these cringe ads that are currently going on on the Super Bowl. That said, yeah, it's 4.59, so that's going to do it for this week. Uh, it's been fun. Looking forward to looking forward to next week. Got new fresh content coming out all the flippin' time. And I enjoy giving my commentary on current events like this because, as we all know, the big Super Bowl halftime big game, big old game ads are the are the biggest, most important thing worth talking about in this or modern age. Did you know that? Did, did you know that that Bill Murray is in a commercial? It's like Groundhog Day, but it's not Groundhog Day. It's a commercial for a Jeep. Brilliant. Never would have thought of that. Thanks, Jeep. Do you want to be on the show? Join the Nicholas Comics Discord server today. I'll answer any questions you have. You can appear in the next episode. Do you want to buy Nicholas Comics? Write to Nicholas King, 1424 Columbine Street, number 1, Denver, Colorado, 80206.
Thanks for tuning in. I'll that see you us, on the next episode. Nice to That was us. It wasn't directly us, but we did cause it.